1: fails thank you thank you for your kindness we surrender our hearts to you you demand of us to love you with our whole heart and that is what we do this morning Lord as we ask you to take your rightful place in our lives let your voice be heard by us individually that we may go without doubting What you have told us, Satan, I rebuke your presence and your interference in every form and in every way, in every life. And I ask that, Lord, by your spirit, let your word have its free course. I bind every satanic activity in our minds, in our thoughts, in our spirit, in our flesh. Whatever the enemy throws at you, I declare it null and void. shall not work in your life and i pray the spirit of the living god to take absolute control over your mind over you even as the lord by his spirit speaks thank you holy spirit for today thank you for your presence in our midst to lead us to the truth we ask for a softened heart we bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We fight back not what you say, but we receive it with meekness. Every form of pride, we do away with it. As we submit, knowing that we are nothing without you. For the very breath that we have is of you. And when you say it's over, no man can change it. And when you say it's not over, no man can do anything you alone are God you alone deserve to be praised you alone deserve our worship have your way in our lives this morning have your way have your way in Jesus name we pray amen amen please be seated thank you very much you know for those of you online and to our chats and to run back i don't know is run back on or they are preaching they are continuing okay but to orchards, i'm just breaking away a little bit from what i've been preaching all this while in terms of our financial breakthrough and i just want to address i feel in my spirit to speak to us especially especially those of us who are been in this church in Lighthouse for a number of years Hallelujah You know and, and, and to everyone I'm speaking but particularly those that have been around for long and the reason is that I can see the enemy's deception working in your lives and you know when I was younger i wouldn't have known what was happening but now i know now i know when i was younger i would have said well it's up to you now i realize that whatever happens to you it has happened to me and that is why i will not stop speaking and i will not think stop praying about it i'll not stop asking god to touch the hearts of the people whom the enemy is deceiving. You know, yesterday, if you are waiting for me to start preaching, I've started.
2: Oh yes!
1: (laughs) Do you get it? Yesterday I was having a training session of just a small group of people but i realized that the holy spirit was speaking you know sometimes we tend to think that the spirit of god speaks or is likely to speak when there's a large group of people so that many more people can hear but i've come to learn that the spirit of god speaks irrespective of how many people are around Amen. and we have to devoid in other words We have to detach ourselves from that expectation that the larger the crowd, the more likely the Holy Spirit will speak. The Holy Spirit speaks. If if, if the Holy Spirit needs a crowd to speak, then in your closet, you are not a crowd. If the Holy Spirit needs a crowd to speak, then you in your prayer life, when you are alone, you are not a crowd. So then the Holy Spirit will never speak to you but the spirit of the Lord speaks whenever and wherever and sometimes even for the sake of one person for the sake of one person not many hallelujah so as I was sharing with them on the book how you can preach salvation I found the need to introduce the Topic I was preaching on Which happens to be choices wow. you get it? Which happens to be choices Choices Your life is a summation if you, Those of you if who don't know What summation is It's addition you get it? Your life is an addition This plus This plus That plus That plus That plus That is a plus Your life is a plus is a summation of the choices you have made. Every day of your life, you have an opportunity to make a choice. And each choice would count. Each choice you make would count. You see, I don't, whatever she was saying that I led her to Christ, I don't remember. Do you think I remember how many people I've led to Christ from 1999 up to this time? Sunday after Sunday, I don't remember. And whatever she was saying, the things I was saying, she said, "I tell her that you can't have a boyfriend first year." I don't remember. Oh yes, I don't remember. There are very few people that I remember. I remember the first time I met them. One of them is Reverend Sam. Uh, 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 formerly Ranaike. <laughs> it, yeah. He is the only one that the first time that I met him, I remember him, and it was a weekday evening. And I remember the state I met him in. And when I see him, I say, Be careful that you don't despise what the Lord has not despised. Oh, yes. Yeah. Every time when I see him, when I see him, I hear, I hear a message. Be careful. Be careful. Respect everybody God brings into your life. No matter what state they come in. Amen. So as she's saying that, I don't remember. But you see, me who was speaking was not making a choice. She had to make a choice. Whether she wants to receive it or reject it. The same thing that I said to her, I said to many people, and they chose to reject it. They chose to reject it. Yes. At the end of the day, whatever you reject or what you choose, you have to live with it. And I realized that from the beginning, God has given us choices. Let's go to the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. There was a choice, a choice to stay in the garden or a choice to go out of the garden. A choice to have fellowship with God or a choice to be without fellowship with God. And whatever they chose, we are living the consequences of it today. Oh yes, whatever they chose, we are living the consequences of it up to today. And I realize that God also gives us choices to make every day of our lives. For example, the choice to believe that you as you sit down Is not just you But there is more of you That cannot be seen Which is your soul You have a choice to believe it or to say Nonsense When we are talking about As flesh you say our soul What is the soul that we can't see You can you say it it's up to you It's up to you But you see when, Unless you don't believe And you see What I'm saying becomes very important for you Who says you believe in Christ I said what I'm saying becomes very important For you who says you believe in Christ Because you see You say you believe in Christ But you discover that it will be proven to you That you don't believe It will be proven to you that you don't believe. Or else you have been deceived to think you believe. Hallelujah. So as I was saying, I explained to them that we we have to choose whether we believe that we are more than flesh. It's a choice. It's a decision you have to make. It's a decision in terms of receiving that knowledge is not a decision in terms of whether it's true or not because god says that you are more than flesh that's what god says you can receive choose to receive the knowledge or reject it and you see the knowledge that you are able to put to use in your life becomes your wisdom Because wisdom is the application of knowledge. The so the knowledge you receive, or the knowledge, the knowledge you choose to receive, do you get it? You, and, and many people receive the knowledge, but then they don't go on to make the next, next choice of putting the knowledge into use in their lives. Because if, you see, if a knowledge comes that if you don't wash your hands, do you get it? And you eat you will have infection. Are you with me? You decide that I believe it is true that if you don't wash your hands and you eat, you have infection. It's a knowledge. And you are giving data to prove that these 20 people didn't wash their hands. When they ate, 17 of them got infection. These 20 people washed their hands. When they ate, only one person got an infection. You are giving the evidence. You agree with the knowledge. You accept that, that's a knowledge. But unless you put it into use, that knowledge has not become wisdom for you. So you see, you can have the knowledge, but when you don't put it into use, it does not become a wisdom for you. And your life will be determined or would reflect your wisdom. Because Jesus said, wisdom is justified of our children. So your life will reflect your wisdom. Your wisdom to follow boys or girls will determine whether you get a good cause to do or not. And remember that many of us, it's not because somebody didn't care for us. It's because we decided to make choices that are wrong. Let me keep to my message <laughs> you shall, you shall So, so <laughs> listen As I was preaching I realized that I, We have to make choices The choice to believe and to Implement it Because you see if you believe As the Lord through his word says that you, Man is more than a flesh Man is a soul You have a soul And you believe it if you don't put it into use it will mean nothing but it is when you decide to put it into use that if I have a soul then when this body dies what happens to the soul then you have to make a choice again that the loss will say to you tell you that when this soul dies it has two, two places it can either come to me or go to where Satan is what do you want or where Satan will be It's also another choice you have to make. And many people say, hey, No, 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 no. I don't want to be with Satan. I've been with him here on earth. It's enough. As hell, where he's where you are not there, God, even here, earth, where you are, and where we can call on you, it was not easy. I'm not going to be with Satan when my soul, when my, my when I finish here on earth, I want to be with you. God says, if you want to be with me, then I don't stay with sinners. And you were born in sin. So something has to be done. Are you with me? Something has to be done. What must be done? What must be done is that you must be cleansed. And there are two ways by which you can be cleansed. Either you can die for yourself. So that you are clean and dead. Or. I have a son. He has died for you. And he will. By his death. Your sins will be paid for. The penalty for your sins will be paid for. But there's one condition. That condition is that you must believe in him. Mm-hmm. And we say, okay, yeah, no, that's easy. I must believe in you that he's your son. Yes, believe that he's my son. Receive him as such no problem oh god it's not anything but you see the next small print is that you cannot he cannot be for you if you don't obey him you see jesus is not looking for a home he's not looking for a shelter for you to say oh jesus come and sleep in my house no 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 he's not coming there as your as 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 your helper he's coming there as your boss your Lord that's the mistake we make you see we because of the way we preach the gospel we don't present the full truth we are like salesmen who hide the small prints I mean I'm talking about us as pastors listen there's no Jesus in your life without you receiving him as a master I said, there's no Jesus in your life without you receiving him as a master. And if he's your master, then it's implied that you have to do what he says. That's why he said in Luke chapter 6, verse 46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? But most of us, we feel, oh, yeah, we can't. You see, just give us your blood to make us free. But as for your obedience, let's have a meeting to discuss it we would obey some of them yes. We will obey some of them and the ones we don't like you know listen to me that will be the shock of most christians and as i said for those of you that have been old christians you've been christians for long be well. Be, be well look don't say i didn't say i wouldn't like you to suffer but of course i can't force you from i can't force you not to suffer it's also another choice you have to make. It's a choice. And most of us most of us have not understood that our salvation is on condition of obedience. Rich. Our salvation is on condition of obedience. It may be free for the blood, but it is not free in terms of obedience. But you see, Satan being Satan has deceived many Christians today. And what you see is a bunch of deceived Christians. A bunch of deceived Christians. And they will present all sorts of arguments. They will present all sorts of arguments. Open to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. Let me ask you a question. Can you say this scripture is true in your life? Read it for me. And I want somebody to read it in the congregation. Somebody give me a mic. Let somebody read it in a congregation. Don't put it on the screen. Those of you who don't come to church with your Bibles, be there. The young ones, is, we all sometimes get to that stage. You are not the ones I'm talking to, okay? I mean, you must come with a Bible, you need a Bible, okay? So you must get your mommy, daddy, or your uncle, or your big brother to buy you a Bible. It's very important. When I got born again, I asked my cousin from, he was in America. I said, when he's visiting Ghana, he should buy me a good Bible. That was what I asked for. Is it a wonder that today I'm a pastor? Yeah. But when I got born again, I asked for, you see, my, my cousin was in America. I didn't ask him for clothes. I didn't ask him for, you know, those times, they, they have this, we have the name, the Turkish, we call it Kambu. You know, and they are different styles and it's like, this is fashion. Sometimes when I see my son, it's like, this is what I want. I don't want real shoe. He has never bothered that with real shoe before. All the time he wants tacky, that's all. I said, look at you. But I asked for a Bible. So when he visited Ghana after not so long, he came and brought the Bible to me. And my other cousins were asking, how come he has only given me a Bible? So I said, I asked him for a Bible. You asked for shirts and other things. I asked for a Bible. And I also got some of the shirts they brought you. Wow. But I got a good Bible. I need to talk to you of recent. I mean, try and get in touch with him and show him me preaching in different places. I said, the Bible you brought me, this is what it has made me. A question, I want to ask you a question. Does this scripture apply in your life? And it's a question you should ask yourself. Read it for them.
0: Amen. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. I'm reading from King James.
1: Oh, no, some people don't have a Bible, so just put it on for them. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> they, will, they will grow out of less life. Yes.
0: Is it 15 or 17?
1: That's where you are.
0: Amen. Second, Second
1: Corinthians 5. You know 17. That, yes. Because 17 suits you. And you enjoy it. You like 17 because, because it talks for you. But, but before there was 17, there, there was a 15. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll start from 15, Bishop.
1: Sure. No, just read 15. Don't go anywhere.
0: Amen. Second Corinthians 5, Verse, verse 15. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Full
1: stop. Amen. Is it can you say that this scripture is true in your life? Maybe you read it in NLT if you have NLT. Can you say that this scripture is true in your life? Can I have an You see, this is why Satan is operating. This is where Satan is operating. Satan, say, Satan doesn't tell you, don't call yourself a Christian. Don't call yourself a Bazawani, Don't call yourself whatever it is. is. Don't go. To, Satan doesn't say, some of you, Satan has even money to prevent you from going to church. Because I see a lot of people online. And now it has become a convenient way of having a lazy Christian life. Yeah, it has become a way of having a lazy Christian life. Forgetting that when you go to church, if you were very functional, if you were very functional And you are really working What is expected of you by this scripture You will be actually talking to people Looking after people Look at these young children They need somebody to take them on And look after them It's not the dancing stars The dancing stars is not, not church I said the dancing stars is not church Look beautiful children So I mean people Somebody's treasure some mother's treasure, some father's everything. It's like all I have in this world is my, these children that I have. Who will look after me? Who will help me to look after them? But selfishness. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you see, you are happy to say you have received Christ. If you thought I came to praise you, you are making a big mistake. And to those of you, for to those of you that are hearing me online. I'm not here to praise you And get out of the laziness Wickedness You see, you are happy to receive You are happy for somebody to live a Christian life For it to affect you For you to be born again For you to have the knowledge that you have But you don't want to do it for somebody else Selfish person And you think Christ is waiting to happily receive you You wait and see Hallelujah read it in nlt second corinthians
0: 5 verse 15 christ died for everyone he died so that those who live should not live for themselves anymore
1: hey, 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 my when when you sit there and you give the excuse my work my this my that my that my children my that are you not living for yourself is it are you living for christ is that the way to live for christ
2: Churches.
1: I'm asking you a question You see Let me say something to you The fact that You have a reason For not doing What is expected of you Does not change The consequences Of not doing what is expected of you I don't know if you understand what I'm saying You see, if I sign a contract to buy anything on credit, let's say a car, and every month I'm supposed to pay 10,000 rands, Now, the fact that I have a good reason, be it I lost my job, When I signed the contract, I had my job. But after a while, I lost my job through no fault of mine. Because of that, I was not able to pay my installments. Is it not a good reason? I mean, if I've lost my income, how do I pay my installment? But you see, it doesn't change the consequences on the contract. In the contract, it's clear that if you don't pay after a certain period of time, they will come and take whatever you bought from them. They will sell it at whatever price they can sell it. And whatever the balance is, you pay. Now, you see, many Christians have been deceived And you see if you take The work of the devil lightly You are not wise You see every day You should ask yourself Why is Satan deceiving me That's the question you should ask yourself Why is Satan deceiving me Why is Satan playing a game with me Every day of your life You should ask that question Because you see Jesus Jesus Is God With us Now, if God with us on his departure would pray for his disciples to be kept from the evil one, then I submit to you that the evil one is very dangerous. I said, I submit to you that the evil one is very dangerous. In John chapter 17. In John chapter 17, I think verse either 17 or thereabout, he talks about, I pray that you may keep them from the evil one. Listen to me. You see, Satan's hand is well involved in our lives. It is your obedience to Jesus and your following of his commandments That will make Satan's hands in your life ineffective For those of you who have jobs and are busy Look, Satan is having a failed day in your life Because he knows how to use your jobs to deceive you, are
2: you sure?
1: Yes, yes, he knows how to use it to deceive you He knows how to use it to deceive you And he will use it to deceive you, to rob you of the life God has given you by finding Christ. I mean, I could have been deceived out of the life God has given me, I could have been deceived out of it easily. Because you see, deception is to give you or to lead you to what is attractive and appealing to you. What promises? The best for you. Oh, yes. You are, not, you are not going to be deceived to what is obviously going to hurt you. Mm. But you see, the reason why it is deception is that whatever is you are you are led to is far from what you get. Wow. Whatever you are led to, Satan promises you. you do this you do this your life will be nice and you discover that by doing that you actually live what will make your life nice you see many of us seated here you will never know what it feels like to be 60 years to be 70 years and look down on your life you will never know it is when you get there that you see that ah i've been a fool because i had many opportunities To do something more meaningful. You see, a lot of things that look so meaningful to you, when you get to that age, you discover that they are useless. They are useless. And you discover that you were told years ago when you met Christ about all of them. The only thing is you didn't believe it. And the reason why you didn't believe, because Satan was busy telling you, it's not so. As he told Adam and Eve in the garden, it's not so. said, i pray for them read on 15 go go on it's, it's, it's not 15 it's keep them from the evil one 15. i pray not thou not that thou shouldest take them out of the world but thou thou shouldest keep them from the evil one no no listen think carefully think carefully think carefully if god has a prayer topic to pray for his children And God is praying that his father should keep his disciples from the evil one. Then your greatest mistake is to think of the evil one as, "Ah, if I don't bother him, he won't bother me. You see, sometimes we say, we have some things we say, it takes two to tango. Satan, it doesn't take to tangle. He he tangles with you. You don't have to tangle with him for him to he will tangle with you. I hope you are hearing what I'm saying. Why am I saying what I'm saying? Because he's robbing you of a life that should have been yours. He's robbing you of a better life. That, that's that's why I'm, that's, that's I'm saying what I'm saying. Because you see, the Christ that you met has come to give you life and give you life as it was in the beginning. The life where you labored not for yourself but you labored for the God that has created you. The life that brings God to you who fills you and makes you fulfilled. That's the life God wants to give you through Christ. And you see, he's not waiting to give you a better place in heaven. I said, he's not waiting to give you a better place in heaven. He's waiting to give you a life here in the presence of your enemy. The mistake you are making is that you are believing your enemy over the one who loves you. That's the mistake you are making. And he's deceiving you. Oh, yes. Because listen, I I came to South Africa in 1997. I could also be living for myself. But when I looked at what I would be by now, 20-something years of living for myself, and when I look at what I am now, I'm so grateful that I didn't live for myself, but I lived for the Lord who loved me and gave himself for me, yes. I mean, today, what do I need? I mean, what do I need? You see, he will be happy if I ask him for 500 rands. If I would ask him. I mean, think about it. That if his mother is asking for 500 rands, he can easily throw tantrums. I mean, think about it, think about it. And then here is this stranger that he's not related with. All that he knew about this stranger was he met him as a preacher of the Bible. And he'll be happy that I will ask him for 500 rands. And I will not ask him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see, that, that's the life that I'm being given. And you see, even here on earth, it's a nicer life. How much more when God gets to reward me for being obedient and for, for not living for myself, but living for Christ who died for me. Look, these young people, they need carers. They need people who, would, who they would talk to. Because their season is, is worse than our season. And you are sitting there and you are thinking of yourself. Meanwhile, there are 20 children that will look up to you and will obey you. Whatever their mother says, their father says, they won't listen. But when you say, they will obey. Yeah. Yeah. When you say we are having a meeting We are having a meeting They will do their things quick 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 in the house Because you, you have called them Because God will put his spirit upon you To look after those children But you see you are busy looking after yourself And you don't care what happens to the others Forgetting that the condition of your salvation The condition of Jesus When you receive him to pay for your sins Is so that you will not live for yourself And do you think you can scam Jesus? Do do you think you can scam Jesus? No, no. The fact that he's quiet and has not said anything does not mean that you have scammed him. He's just patient, not wanting you to perish. And he loves you so much. So he's trying to get other ways to get your attention. I pray not that thou shithead. So listen, the evil one is real. And many of us have allowed him to deceive us. And let me tell you something. The only way you can know whether your way of thinking is a deception from the devil or from God is how it aligns with Christ's ways. Yeah. So listen to me Rise up Rise up out of the samba And listen many of, many of us say, One of the things that is happening is that You have Christians that have been around for long And because they have not really lived for the Lord It has become boring Being in church And so a lot of them are cold And are actually living in sin it. And some of them, you say, oh, you know, we are tired of this church. Let's go to another church. And one of the things I found out is that, you see, when you, you can change churches, when you have not stayed in the church for long, when you have not stayed in the church for long, like you are here for two years, or one year, you backslide, or you go to another church, Six months, three weeks. You can move. It's not a problem. And none of them would, would benefit you. You see, when you have not been planted for long, it's easy to uproot. But look for a tree that has been planted for long and see how easy it is to uproot. You may break the top of it and go and replant it somewhere, but the roots are somewhere else. It's just a matter of time. You start to wither where you are. Most people, and you see, Satan doesn't tell you all. Sometimes you are in a place where there's an influence, and so your life is, is tummy, but it's not completely out of control. He wants to take you away from the intercessor, the one who is interfering with his work in your life, to go to a place where nobody knows you, where you now have to struggle to adapt and to adjust, by the time you finish, he has finished you. And many people are like that. And I watch them. I watch them. You go. You see, there's something about the place where you have been planted. There's something about the place where you have been planted. There's a where your beginning has been. It's not the same. It's not the same. You can be angry and irritated. And sometimes, you see, what irritates you has to do with your state. I can tell you, most people that get offended by in the church or whatever, if you go in, they themselves are backsliding. Because the Bible says that, the Bible says that, because iniquity shall abound. You see, the love is not waxing cold. Because the love is cold No, but it is out of the abundance of iniquity That is why the love is waxing cold uh, John, uh, as a, uh, Matthew 24 something 24, 12 or so It says because, because iniquity Because iniquity shall abound The love of many shall wax cold now, if you have a good Bible and you check the word iniquity Iniquity is, there are two meanings of it One of them is lawlessness Where it's like you don't want to be under any guidance or any governance You want to do what you want to do And most people, the complaints people come up with Whatever you are, those of you that are online Whatever your churches, is It's because, you see, you have, lived, you have not lived according to the instructions of Christ That is why your love for Christ is getting cold. It's not that Christ is not not appealing anymore. No. It's it's not that Christ is not appealing anymore. He is more appealing. He has never changed in his value. If he was the same yesterday, today, and forever, how can he change? What has changed? I say, what has changed? is you, you, because you have, been, you have lived lawlessly. You have not lived according to his instructions. You have not lived according to his guidance. But you have lived your own ways. That is why your love for him is growing cold. It's not that. You know, sometimes, one of the problems that marriages suffer is a problem where one person decides to have wrong fellowship outside. When you understand what I mean, wrong fellowship outside. Should I say it the way I'm supposed to say it? Do you get it? When, when one person decides to chase elsewhere, when it comes to light, the person who didn't go out to chase always feels that they have done something that is why they are no longer appealing to their spouse and that is why he's going out and i always tell them that it has nothing to do with you it has has 99.9 nine percent nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with you is the person who has decided to live out his weaknesses and to to be to live out the way they want it's not you but somehow the spouses never get over it there's always a feeling that maybe because i didn't give him sex in this way because i didn't look it has i always said it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with you you. and you see satan always attacks the sword of satan cuts on both sides the sword of satan cuts on both sides he's cutting the one who is going out to destroy him and you who are home also he's cutting you by by accusing you when you have done nothing so you find the spouses get depressed they feel i'm not i'm not good enough maybe there's this there's something wrong with me that's why he goes up and i keep on saying there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you So in the same way, you see, unfortunately, I don't need to tell Christ that there's nothing wrong with him. He knows there's nothing wrong with him. No, no, no. Fortunately, I don't need to give him a counsel that there's nothing wrong with you. He knows that there's nothing wrong with him. It is you whose heart is turned away. You see? Will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. So, listen if you are growing cold spiritually, it is not the church, it is not a church, it's you who don't read your Bible. Shame on you! Shame on you. You think I came here to praise you? Just get yourself together. It is your rebellious nature, not wanting to be told what to do. Yeah, it's your rebellion center. And listen, if you don't hear what I'm saying, you will pay a very high price. No, 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 no. It's not a cancel. You, you see, you are being led by Satan. And Satan has never rewarded anybody that he has led. That's, that's what I'm saying. Your state has to do with you. What was the last time you did your quiet time? Hey, I'm asking you. Most of us, we don't read our Bible, we don't pray. And then we start believing the church is like this. Uh, I, I don't, I, I, what, what are those, some of those words they say? i think i think my time in the church is, is 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 come to an end shame on you shame on you wake up wake up old oh sleeper i said wake up because listen you know what i'm talking because you know what i'm talking when you hurt i hate the branch that you don't become makes me one branch short or makes me one branch less. That, that's why. Yeah. It's my res- your, your failure is my responsibility. When you fail, I'm responsible. It may not be my fault, but it's my responsibility when you don't become the Christian that you ought to be. Yeah. That's why I'm talking. I have better messages to share with you. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't have better messages to share with you. But you see, I'm growing. And I may not have another 50 years. I better get the people God has given me to become what they ought to be. Because it's my responsibility. When the sheep scatters, it's because the shepherd has allowed himself to be struck. I owe you that duty to shepherd you to pray for you, but also to rise up and develop people to care for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Do you like the message? Those of you online, do you like the message? You see, you are are online. You are online. Now it has become your church. And then on the the line that you are, you are sitting there drinking tea and chatting and doing all the things and shame on you shame on you rise up rise up up and and stop backsliding your love has grown cold your love has grown cold yeah that's the truth you see a person whose love is hot cannot be stopped by anything If, if you know do you get it? If You imagine yourself For those of you that are older Imagine yourself Those days When, when the boy or the girl Was in your life In the beginning now you, you understand what I'm talking about Ask an older person sitting by you A pastor is asking a question I just need to check with you Whether you, you get it You understand what I am talking about? Please, I said, ask somebody sitting by you. Pastor is asking a question: that Do you understand what he's talking about? (laughs) You see, those times you are like a dog that is on heat. There's no barrier that can hold a dog on heat back. And I have some dogs in my house that I have, these are not telling you; I have personal experience of dogs that nothing could keep them. One day, I told Reverend McCarthy, he had a, a dog, two dogs in his house, male and female, and he had not castrated a male, and he said, oh, Bamruti, we lock one in the night, and then we bring one out, I said, oh, when she's on, I said, when she's on heat, she'll be pregnant, he said, oh, no, how? That dog became pregnant, we don't know how, up to today. Do you get it? Yeah. So you see, what I'm trying to say is that what you are seeing in your life, Satan will deceive you away from the real truth. Which is, your love has grown cold for the Lord. Because you have opted to live a lawless life. In other words, The law in this case is Jesus dies for you, you live for him. Mm -hmm. Jesus died for you, you live for him. He died for all so that those who live should no longer live for themselves. But for the one who died and rose again. but bishop what are you saying so if we are to live for christ how are we going to care for ourselves he says your father in heaven knoweth that you have need of these things therefore take no thought of tomorrow yeah he's not asking you to stop working he's not asking you to stop working because your work has not stopped you from many things Oh, yes, your work has not stopped you from many things. I said your work has not stopped you from many things. So why do you want to stop the the, the work of the one or just stop even living for the one who actually died for you? I mean, what an honor that he died for you so that you live for him. He's not asking you to die for him. Unless you are very wicked He is giving you the best part He is giving you the best part Look let me take the, the difficult part Let me die for you Let me go to hell for you Because if you go to hell You have no way of coming back But me because I have obeyed my father If I go to hell My father will bring me back So let me do the dirty part Let me do the part that you can't do so that you will do the part that you can do. You have been Christian, you have been born again. You say, I've been in the church for 10 years. I've been in the church for so long. What have you become? Or who else can say they are in the church because of you? Who else can say they are walking straight on the path of righteousness because of you? Shame on you. you Jesus is waiting for you. And you see, look, like I told you, I am not going to stand and say Jesus will wait for you So I won't say anything No Because when you lose I have lost Oh yeah when you lose I have lost When you lose It is like a man giving birth to so many children And all of them dying Or all of them becoming drunkards And other non-useful people in society Even that Yeah Listen, rise up, and this is a warning. I said, this is a warning. The Lord is giving you that. Rise up, rise up. The problem is not with the Lord. The problem is not with the church. The problem is with you. It's with you. It's with you. It is because your love has grown cold. Do you have amplified Bible of that verse? Uh, Matthew 12, sorry, 24:12. I'm almost done Oh, I'm done actually I hope you have heard what I've said yeah. where are the people that are supposed to be here instead of rising up and being what God has put in you you are busy criticizing uh, the praise and worship is not like uh, 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 when Rev was here look look when Rev was here the praise and worship was nice but unfortunately, Rev is not Jesus. He is not here forever. He has to keep moving. He also has to progress in his walk with God. Where did you know Rev from, if I may ask you? Where did you know him from? Why you not just sitting here and he came to meet you here? Before he came here, were you not having church? The last time I visited this church, it was in the tent there. And very torn, dirty tent. Very torn, dirty tent. I said, No. Let us build here. And I think at that time we had bought this land or we bought the land, I don't know whichever one. I said, let us build, and we forced, and by the grace of God, we built. You have a very beautiful place to meet. As I'm I'm thinking of how to make the surrounding, try to make space for the children to have a better place, remove this, your, your carpet yeah. and proper, put proper tiles. That's what I'm thinking. But you see, the other side I'm thinking, that am I, am, I, am I building the building or where are the people? Because it would be nicer if when I came, as I came here, the place is packed. And some of you, you should even go and start branches because, look, no matter some people, it's when you are the pastor that they will come. We should go and start branches. I'm happy to see a lot of ladies involved. But I want to see the men also. Listen. It says, and the love of great body of people will grow cold because of the multiplied lawlessness and iniquity. The love is growing cold, not because the love is cold, but because of people's lawlessness. It's like the word of God cannot control me. My feelings will control me. I do as I feel. not I do as the word of God says shame on you are you surprised that your love for God is cold and you see don't think you can fool God as your love for him is cold so also would he hold back his blessing because he said, God said because he has set his love upon me therefore will I honor him I think it's Psalm 89 is it 92 or 89 because he has set because he has set his love upon me your love is cold it's cold it's cold and the Lord is feeling it he's feeling it that's why your prayers are going nowhere can't you see why you are struggling Meanwhile, a smooth path, a path of God's hand, a path of God's involvement in your life is waiting for you. Look, you want to prosper. You want to prosper. Do you want to prosper? God knows better. You see, there are two ways by which you can prosper. The way of the devil and the way of God. Which one will you choose? Because the blessings of the Lord it maketh rich, and addeth no sorrow. No sorrow. Listen, let's rise up. I'm, listen. I'm not saying let's rise up and start running around uh, basanta. This is no, 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 no. Let's rise up and grow in our personal walk with God. Amen. If there is no way you can grow in your personal walk with God. And you will not be interested in what he's interested in. You see, when you grow in your personal walk with God, number one, it makes you stable, number two, it makes you do things out of stability. In fact, it makes you even a better shepherd. Because, you see, when you grow in your walk with God personally, you begin to see how kind and how merciful God is. And you would naturally extend that kindness and mercy on others. I pray for you. I said I pray for you. And for those of you online that have become lazy, armchair, about somebody who has traveled and can't be in church and therefore is here but some of you have become regular it's like this is me this is where i go to church shame on you it's your wickedness it's your wickedness but the lord shall deliver you from it may the lord deliver you may the lord help you may the lord roll back the darkness that has engrossed your life and shine his light into your heart that you may see What awaits the beauty, the greatness, the honor, the glory that awaits your life. May he draw you closer to himself that you will love him. May he cause you to hear his voice personally. That will cause you never to doubt but to march on forward in your walk with him. May you see everything from his perspective. And may submitting to his word come to you naturally. May you reject every way that is contrary to the way of God. And may you say, Lord, let your will be done in my life. Let's rise to our feet as we pray. I want us to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Begin to pray. I wanted to talk to the Lord. Tell the Lord no argument, no discussion. It's me, it's me. I've made it about others, but your word is true. It is my love that has grown cold because I've been a law unto myself. I've allowed the way I feel. I've allowed the way I think to govern me and to lead me but i know that the way i feel is subject to satanic manipulation and all my thoughts are not in line with the thoughts of you oh god therefore i make a switch i repent i repent Lord. help me,
0: help
2: me.
1: Lift up your voice. And I want you to talk to the Lord for some few minutes. Those of you online, if you have a private place to pray, I want to engage the Lord. I want to engage the Lord.
2: Thank you. Let your presence feel your presence. My let your glory please. my heart? Let it Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, help me to arise. Help me to arise, So oh out of the old of God that I Under the little Christian, they okay. no oh help me. Help me. Help me. You me, Lord, to give me, to give me life. You died for my sins. So you should die for them. They not she
1: Us as you stay in us that hunger, that passion for you and to obey you today. We repent of our ways, we repent of every evil way that is in us that makes us not to be found to be fruitful, that makes us not to be found to be deeply loving of you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. As every head is bad and every eye close. Before I pray for any other people, I want to ask you, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, Jesus is a choice you have to make for the safety of your soul and for the blessing of you even in this flesh as you submit to Him. By His leadership, He will guide you. He is the light of life. He will deliver you from every darkness for your feet. And let your life be bright and be prominent. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. Lift up your right hand. Let me quickly pray with you. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Thank you, Jesus. Lift it up high. Yes. Yes. You lifted up your hands. I wanted to come forward. I want to pray with you. Come quickly. For two minutes. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Don't clap. Just come quickly. I want to pray with you quickly. Quickly.
3: Jesus.
1: Your word, I come to you just as I am. I come to you just as I am. I accept my, yes, sins. I accept my sins, and I ask for your forgiveness.
2: And I ask for your forgiveness.
1: I know I have been rebellious against you.
2: I know that I have been rebellious. But today. But today.
1: I turn from my rebelliousness. I turn
2: from my rebelliousness.
1: And in repentance I come to you.
2: And in repentance
1: I come to you. To receive you as my father.
2: To receive you as my father. Father. Father.
1: Cleanse me of my sins.
2: Cleanse me of my sins.
1: As I declare my faith in Jesus.
2: As I
1: declare my faith in Jesus. As your son. As your son. Whose death and resurrection has paid, paid for the price of my sins. Jesus, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I
2: receive you as my
1: Lord and Savior. As I ask for the baptism of your Holy Spirit, as I ask for the
2: baptism of your Holy Spirit, that I will never be the same
1: again. That I will never be the same again. But walk in obedience,
2: walk in obedience.
1: of you all the days of my life. Of
2: you all the days. Thank
1: you for your help.
2: Thank, thank you for your, your help. Thank
1: you for your love.
2: Thank you for your
1: love. In the mighty name of Jesus I pray. In
2: the mighty name of Jesus I
1: pray. Amen Father, let your blessing rest upon these ones. Keep them from falling by the wayside. But may we shepherd them as you enable us with your spirit to walk them through the difficulties of life and to stand strong as one of yours on that day. Having accomplished the beauty that you set out to accomplish in their in the lives. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. But who will go with them? Do you want Or what do you normally do? You call them after service. Okay, so please, you can go back to your seat. They will call you after service. Okay. God bless you. Are you glad you came to church? You know, I feel, please be seated, I feel I should still pray for some people. Uh, I don't know whether we should be online still. or. If they are tired, they can go off since the online people, they don't take nonsense. But I feel some of you, I must pray for you before we do the communion. You are struggling, you are not warm.
0: We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platforms.